guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast honestly thursday used to be my favorite day of the week i've always found that it had like such a good energy to it i don't know why it's ruled by jupiter it's also i mean it's a planet of luck and fortune but i just have always loved thursdays and so it makes me excited to release this podcast on thursdays because hopefully it makes your thursday extra good Um, But welcome back again. I am so excited to be here as always. Seriously, you guys recording this brings me so much joy and hearing your responses are probably what honestly keep me going. Like your guys messaging me about the podcast or commenting on the last photo or just having like these full and always reposting when you're listening to it. It means so much to me and I really wish I could extend like the depth of how much it really does mean to me when you guys are reposting like listening at work or listening at my drive home or listening during my workout listening while i'm doing makeup and also i've noticed a lot of you lately have been like quoting your favorite quotes from the podcast when you post it on instagram which really is insightful for me because then it's interesting when i repost them you know to see what really resonated with people i mean you know like i'm talking for however long maybe 30 minutes to an hour or so and then when i see that specific quotes really stood out to you guys um it's i don't know it's really fascinating to me so i love when you guys will like quote it and um repost your favorite parts also one of you guys made like a background out of like a quote i said in a podcast and i reposted it and that was so cute and like i don't know i just i love our community i think it's always so great to be around like-minded people And I think that when you move forward in developing your consciousness and mindfulness and just, I don't even know how, I guess like using a blanket term, it would just be, yeah, like developing your consciousness and understanding um, of life. I mean, you as like a a multidimensional being here on earth and all the different facets of uh, metaphysics, psychology, and whatever, whatever it may be, spirituality, I mean, that's another blanket term, but everything like in this kind of field, because I feel like once you kind of go down one rabbit hole, you get into everything. Like once you get into spirituality, you'll naturally get into more metaphysics and then you kind of will start to really be curious about psychology concepts and it all kind of becomes this one sphere. And I think that having like-minded people in this sphere is so amazing. And I think because it is still a new space in terms of it's never been, oh, it's never been, like it's new in the sense that it's coming more, I don't want to say mainstream, but the consciousness is raising quicker on the planet than ever before. More and more people are waking up and tapping into their consciousness and raising their understanding. So it's not like this is a new space, it's a space that's always exist, existed within us. It's just a space that's finally getting discovered on a greater level. And for us to have a community, I think that that always is so important in any sense. I mean, even just like random kind of side topic, I think we have a support group in any capacity. It always curates and cultivates just a greater sense of self, a greater sense of compassion for self and others, and just a sense that, you know, you're not alone. And whether it's like on your spiritual journey or whatever it may be, like even that group, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, I actually had to go to one of those for one of my classes to like observe and basically write about it it was like it was a whole thing it was like a basically an analysis and you know they're the main thing I mean obviously they have like their own structure but I think that the consistency and the support around people is what really um, allows great change to be facilitated so without further ado let's hop on in I have a few topics this week uh, which I'm excited to hop in with specific topics because it's a good like primer for me. I know some weeks we did that. I had one week where I literally just kind of was like, I just want to talk. Normally I have themes, lessons, or really big things that I really wanted wanted to share. Um, and sometimes, more rarely, I, I'll like kind of 
not have something but sometimes i'm just like usually i have like a bullet point of things that i i've lessons things energetic things i'm sensing channeled content like basically i have a list of stuff that i'm like ready to rumble with (laughs) for lack of a better word um and one week i didn't i just was like okay i'm just gonna kind of go for it and a lot of you guys are like when you said that was your favorite episode so yeah that was really great okay so we're just gonna hop on in to this first thing it was on friday it was a full moon in pisces i read up about this in my guide again i don't always bring this up but when it's a new moon or a full moon i like to bring it up i do have like a monthly uh, membership most of you guys who listen to the podcast are actually members but it basically outlines the new moon energy for you the full moon energy for you what's going on the day it's on kind of what you can do to utilize it or what to expect as well as channeled messages it's really just like kind of an energy reading so you know what's coming you can expect what, what feelings you can expect so you know if you're feeling a certain way they haven't felt before it kind of just gives you the reassurance of what is going on i just find that that's helpful also gives you tools of how you can utilize the energy you know to your best advantage and so forth and that's obviously on pba so i, I was abbreviated because i feel like i always say it like but obviously shop.pbastrology.com my website um, if you you can go to my Instagram and I have it in my bio, you can click on the the PBA Instagram page and go from there. But I just abbreviate it as PBA. So if I ever say PBA, by the way, it's PB Astrology. Um, but yeah, so there was a full moon in Pisces on that Friday, and I talk about this in my guide. But it was basically a time where a few things could have happened depending on where you are in your path. So one big thing is a lot of illusions can be shattered. So the way you viewed something, a specific situation, a way of being, just if you were not, let's say, maybe, I don't say not facing, but if you weren't seeing something clearly or projecting uh, onto something, different facets, it really was a time where you could see things a little bit more clearly. It's like usually some sort of shift happens, like I said, where I, I don't like using the word shattered because it sounds very, you know, dramatic, but it's like the mask comes off, you know, and it's, you finally really see things for what they are. It's like you, let's say your vision was blurry and you know, you got those fresh glasses, crisp vision, you're feeling brand new. You got LASIK surgery. Like, like this Friday was we everyone got LASIK eye surgery or around this, the weekend time. You just start to really see things very clearly and not even, it doesn't even have to be about others. I mean, it can be external and oftentimes is reflected in the external world. So taking a look at your friendships, relationships, experiences, life in general, um, habits, behavioral habits, but a lot of times it, we could, it also gives us a moment to tap back in, right? Pisces when fully developed is very spiritual. Um, Pisces underdeveloped can be um, a bit reckless self-sacrificing can be prone to addiction and etc drugs alcohol but pisces when developed for them for pisces it's really important if you're pisces listening or you have strong pisces placements as in moon um or mars venus won't impact you that much but even mercury but moon and mars if you have your pisces in or you are a pisces or even rising rising a little less but it will come out later in life i've heard that your rising will come out later in life so just note that spirituality is what will allow pisces to feel fulfilled it because pisces are basically already already prone to spirituality and have a connection to more of an ethereal realm so once pisces get into things like yoga and meditation and a creative outlet um that's how Pisces will become developed. And a fully developed Pisces is very intuitive, very in tune with their emotions. Yes, they can be emotional, but they channel them in an effective way. They channel through their art, through whatever it is. They oftentimes have some sort of art, whether that's painting, drawing, creating. A lot of Pisces are artists. Um, they're naturally very skilled and talented at drawing and painting and creating. Uh, but obviously, this art can be 
in music, dance, etc. Other acting, theater, art forms. I don't know as much about acting, but you get what I'm saying. And so that's also something to take, to take into consideration around this time. Obviously, the full moon energy is now waning off a bit, uh, especially when you're hearing this. I mean, it's been almost a week. But around that time, I'm just trying to provide some clarity maybe for any experiences that you had. And also, I have to say that this any podcast or any like material you find is you always find it at the, the right time. So whenever you're listening to it, it's like the right time. Like someone could find this podcast in a month, two months, a year, and because time doesn't really exist when you find it, it's that's when you're meant to hear it. Um, so that's why I find it important. If I'm ever getting like channel messages, I kind of just say everything out loud because I never know what might be for who, and like one small thing that I might say might really impact even like one person. So I just try to you know get it all out on the table but around this time it's really like it's a reflection inward and it's and we get to see kind of the things that maybe we've been lying to ourselves about and what I mean by that is like maybe it's a habit that you've been doing that you've justified that you know you realize you know this is not okay um or which I'll talk about a little bit more in the in one of the other topics here um, but whether it's you're really reflect, you will see like your habits and you'll really see them for what they are. You'll be like, you know, is this right to do? Like, why am I acting like this? Where is this behavior stemming from? Where is this way of thinking stemming from? Why am I treating others like this? You'll really see clearly ways where you, um, self-sabotage yourself, which is a really big theme that I want to bring up in general. Uh, it's, it was inspired by the full moon, but I just have a really big message I'm getting, so I really want to talk about that for a sec, or just a theme that I feel like is very prevalent for the collective and for everyone, um, especially those, I always say this in my podcast, but if you're listening to this, like, you're meant to listen to this, like, if this is resonating with you, you are on the path, you know, th- this, like, level and frequency and amount and just general kind of information would not resonate with you unless you are ready for it to resonate with you if that makes sense obviously it resonates at different levels maybe for someone deeper than someone else but if it's resonating with you you are at the right place at the right time so like just don't worry be present um a lot of guys also side note like one of you my friend, um, my friend Bella always like takes notes on things when she's listening to them which is actually she inspired me to start journaling again but one of you today posted like you are listening to the podcast and like writing down notes and I think that that's also a really um something really good around this time is just to if just to to write more often whether you're getting ideas or spiritual messages and whatever it may be just so you can feel a bit more clear-minded I think that when anyone's going through some sort of spiritual awakening of sorts it can be overwhelming oftentimes because you're opening various channels and if you let's say before you were, were not into anything like this before then you're consistently meditating doing yoga doing different energy work and whatever it may be um you'll start to open channels so you'll start to get like info pouring in like you'll start realizing things like you'll be like this, some things will just click and click and click you'll be like wait and wait and wow it'll just kind of feel like all the puzzle pieces just start coming together you start like seeing things really for what they are people for what they are and i think that around that time when some big shifts are happening it's really great to journal not only one because it allows if you have kind of a lot in your mind especially if you're opening the uh, upper chakras sometimes we can get very uh stuck in those or not stuck but you're we're in a very high if we're in the higher chakras and we need to bring the energy down that's been a thing for me like a lot of times i'm so in a different realm almost that i'm not my energy is not like it's not here in this kind of like earth plane i really need to do different types of breath work to bring my um energy down which that wearing like black tourmaline helps um 
garnet, uh, tiger's eye, like darker stones will help you bring the energy down. And some people have the opposite problem where they're very on this earthly realm and they really want to get connected to higher self, spirit, etc. And at that point, at that stage, I always recommend crystals like angel aura quartz or, you know, crystals that align with your third eye uh, and crown chakra and so forth. Um, even throat, I think, is really important to open. A lot of people's throat is either uh, throat chakra you can easily have issues with. Um, because of communication is something that's a big part of our life, and if you're not you're uh, not communicating effectively or holding things in or whatever it may be, there can be a lot of the throat's always a really great place to balance and focus breathing on when when you are meditating. Just a side note: if you're if you're just been getting started into meditation, a really wonderful thing to do: put on your a, a song you like and visualize yourself breathing light into all seven chakras. You can start bottom to top, top to bottom. I suggest if you're trying to bring energy down, like you feel like you're just really in your head, kind of like floating, don't even feel present here, that you do it from your upper chakras, bringing it down. And if you're trying, if you're having the opposite issue where you're trying to really connect um, with your higher self, um, not, even, not even if you're having issues, but if you're mainly just trying to connect with your higher self instead of bring energy down, then you start breathing from lower chakras. You breathe through all seven for however long feels right to you. Could be five minutes, could be 40 minutes. Like you kind of will get lost in it, whatever. Just trust yourself. If you feel like, okay, I, I'm good, then you're good. If you feel like you want to continue on, continue on. That's something I really suggest. But I could even, if you guys want to do a chakra balancing meditation, um, maybe one for grounding and one for connecting to higher self. I already have a connect to your higher self one, so maybe I'll just do a grounding one. Also, I am going to create those sleep hypnosis um, for different things. I'm probably going to do three general, gen like three ones each on a specific kind of facet of life. Um, so look out for that. Saying is when you're going through some sort of shift like that, it's really great to have um, somewhere to bring, put the put the or somewhere to write your notes, somewhere just to empty your. Um, headspace and just ideas and inspiration that you're having because later it'll, when maybe perhaps you act upon them or something kind of so there's something it becomes a stepping stone to something greater it'll be very interesting for you to look back not only to see the um, intuitive guidance and such that you had prior to it but also it'll allow you to trust yourself very well um, last thing about the Pisces full moon like I said it really will allow you to allow us to have a kind of like greater understanding of it just sh it shines light on something that allowed you to realize you you were maybe lying to yourself about or a habit or way of being that is not healthy for you which just goes into the whole concept of self-sabotage which is really really huge in our society and i just think it's it's we do it so subconsciously that we don't even realize and once you start to observe observe your it's a kind of intense term to use, but your shadow self, um, it's really crazy to see, not crazy, it's not, I don't like, I just don't like tossing that word, it's fascinating and almost, uh, like, oftentimes shocking to see when we were operating out of fear, which, oh my gosh, this is going to tie perfectly into my next point, there we go, because my next point is going to talk about love and fear, so, we often find that, like, I'm going to go over some self-sabotaging behaviors. Maybe something will resonate with you. Maybe it won't. Um, things like, you know, like, knowing you have to wake. It could be very small. Knowing you have to wake up early the next day, but going to bed late. And then, it like, you know and you still stay up. And then you're exhausted the next day and it self-sacrifices your work. Spending too much money um, before something needs to get paid. So then you're self-sacrificing there. Um, knowing that something is not good for you and cons and going, going towards that. I mean, there's so many... Um, like self-sacrificing behaviors that we do, you know, like basically doing behaviors that you know will harm you later, but still doing them. Um, 
that's I mean that's self-sacrifice and it, what it often stems from is the feeling that like it's like this the whole thing of imposter syndrome right like sometimes we're like are we really this person that we create ourselves to be when we start to become greater and we start to shift and we honestly start to become a better version of ourselves our old self and I guess what, what, I think my hypothesis on what happens is that the ego gets shocked that such a drastic change is happening and right the ego's goal is to protect you um even in, in the on the outside or external kind of nasty behaviors that the ego can often um, engage in its main goal is to protect you so um when large change starts to happen it's a shock to the ego and then therefore i feel like that's when the self-sabotaging behaviors kick in so it's like you're starting you know to not it can be in the spiritual sense and on the material plane. So if you're starting to really develop really become better really grow as a person start to really align i always talk about this the biggest way to accelerate in your consciousness shift and, and grow spiritually is to have integrity and it sounds so light when you toss it out there but integrity is when your thoughts words and actions all align so what you what you believe in is what you is how you will um what you will communicate and that is how you will act and it sounds easier said than done but really take a look at the way what you what you truly believe are you speaking from that which you truly believe are you speaking from the core of who you truly authentically are are your actions aligning with that which you believe and you know to be true and that you speak to be true to others it's all sometimes two of them will line up but you have to have all three sometimes we'll believe something and we'll speak it but we won't act on that sometimes we'll speak something and act on it but do we we don't believe it or sometimes we'll believe something and act on it but then not uh stand up for it or not speak from that place or you know what i'm saying like it's really that's that one probably is the least common one the one and three not linking up as in your thoughts and actions not linking up but it's very important to have those three line up for you know that that's like my i would say like the key to spiritual growth is living in integrity and obviously um your integrity will i don't say it will become stronger but the more developed you become spiritually in terms of you know growth and insight and uh, integration and lessons and healing your level of integrity will deepen in the sense that you will become you will be your authenticity will deepen your integrity will be, will be a really powerful tool for your authenticity to deepen as a person and so back to the self-sabotage, it's we have when when we become greater in spiritual development or even um, and on the real life plane, let's say you get a promotion, you get something incredible, um, you gain great success in something, you are, again, my hypothesis about the ego is that ego gets shocked and so it activates subconscious, I mean, all of this is happening so subconsciously, it activates therefore like knee-jerk behaviors to get you back to your place of comfort so if you can't you're starting to do very well in something or you this happens oftentimes in relationships like you'll get into a relationship that's actually like loving and supportive um it's also this also integrates with attachment styles which we talked about which you guys really love that episode and i'm so happy to hear that brought clarity to you if you want more info on that new mind frame has great videos if anyone wants to dm me i can gladly put like a link and a swipe up for you guys on those attachment styles and how to heal them she's a great resource and i'm so happy to give her um, the credibility for that really great but um you like people get in a really great relationship and then do you know like either do, basically do something to self-sabotage it whether like not i mean this is like kind of like I don't know what can come to mind like i guess maybe like cheating or something of the sorts i it's like for me like these types of concepts it's hard for me to even like picture because i haven't um really i don't feel like i've ever had like very intense 
it can also be it can also be smaller self-sabotaging behavior like acting like you normally wouldn't act like let's say you're normally like a pretty chill and mellow person you start like popping off all the time basically just doing behaviors that aren't of your new developed self to get you back to your old self and this like in the best way and so how to heal this i mean i think that everyone has these on some level i mean unless you're very very developed it can be super small like the bedtime thing where like you know that you would feel so much better if you went to bed at whatever time so you could have a really good day feel fully energized the next day without like hounding coffee pounding coffee back hounding coffee pounding coffee it's just like funny word but you know what i mean like but you still will stay up or you'll do something that it can be even in this thing this also really easily crosses into boundaries because oftentimes we'll self-sabotage with the assistance of others like you'll be out and i this is this is like the example i give you'll be out and you'll know you, you should go home because you know how much like how you want to get sleep or you want to wake up at a certain time but because you're like with friends like you just you're like whatever right and then later you end up basically self-sabotaging your next day you maybe don't feel as good and people really um undermine the what not feeling good does to you when you don't feel good when you're not in a good place your thoughts are negative and thoughts are things and your whole day often just feels down i've had days where like i didn't get enough sleep or i went out the night before even though i know i shouldn't have and it really sacrificed my next day in terms of my first of all my emotional state which so people don't even put such an emphasis on that people because our con, con, our country is very productivity focused so even if you feel like shit but you got stuff done people think that's fine but your how you feel energetically is so important that's the space you're coming from that's the space you're creating from that's the frequency that you that's the that's the basically the kind of paradigm so to say that you're experiencing whatever that belief system is so something so small as a bedtime um of where you self-sacrifice can basically impact your day and then becomes even that small act of self-sacrifice becomes so huge right and um oftentimes and this is a whole other topic i can make a whole probably podcast on empaths i don't i know I, I like to like kind of talk about it a little bit because i don't think that everyone who listens is an empath i mean i just i'm assuming i wouldn't say that everyone truly maybe to a certain degree um and so i don't really want to make like a whole thing on that i talked about uh, being an empath in a video that's going up today actually oh no, tomorrow so well if you're listening to this on thursday it'll my video will be up friday if you want to kind of like hear some like my personal experience and some signs that you're an empath that it'll be up uh, it's like a get ready with me in a chit chat it'll be up on friday but basically uh, oftentimes we want like it's we we basically want to be people pleasers and just we don't it's hard for us to say no this can be empaths and other people alike and that's when self-sacrifice happens or again with the like you'll know you have something to pay like you'll be doing very well and then you'll know like it'll feel so uncomfortable to you so you'll spend your money to get back to where you normally are or something like that and i think i've given enough examples right of what how this can look like and i'm sure there are so 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 many more me i'm sure you could just google examples of self-sacrificing or self-sacrifice um self-sabotage oh my gosh this whole time i've been saying the wrong word self-sabotage but self-sabotage um is what, what i was speaking of but it, it, there's so many different forms and how you uh shift this is the first step is awareness i mean the first step in healing or changing anything is awareness so even if we just are coming from awareness it is really something to celebrate because some people never get to awareness so i feel like oftentimes when i work with people especially through coaching which i still do um skype sessions i don't talk about it too much because i have a few openings every week and i have a lot of regular people but i do have openings if you want to work with me and you feel called to do so again that's on pba i have 30 minute and one hour sessions but oftentimes when i work with my clients 
uh, when we get into awareness about something, people get overwhelmed. And I've gotten overwhelmed too. Like when, when I work through things, because you're like, oh my gosh, you are almost in shock. You're like, I've been doing this my whole life, or I've been doing for this for so long, or oh my gosh, I've been self-sabotaging this, and this is why this is happening. But the first step truly is awareness, and it really is something to celebrate, because like I'm saying, many, many people do not get to self-awareness or get to self-awareness too late. And in theory, we could say there's no too late, because every lesson... Everything you've taken is a lesson, but you can save yourself time. I mean, you don't want to learn something um, that you've been doing, that you've been self-sabotaging for like 20 years when you're 50. I mean, I'm sure you'll be fine and you will learn the lesson and move along, but there are ways of living life, learning lessons without avoiding um, with avoid it, with avoid it, with as few negative and negative. I use negative objectively, but a few as few painful, uh, le- like less painful experiences than what you can have less painful experiences to learn the same lessons if you choose, if you, you know, come to light beforehand is what I'm saying. You understand, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, yes, like you will still be fine if you learn a lesson later, but if you have that awareness, awareness now, why would you not just work through it now? Of course, there's divine timing and whenever you learn it is the time for you. But if you already are at awareness, it's time to shift because most people who don't get to awareness so much later, they're only gain that awareness at that point, oftentimes, or oftentimes they did, like had the awareness but didn't change. I feel like on, in my, again, this is, a lot of, so I like incorporate like facts with channel messages with my hypotheses or theories my theory is oftentimes those people don't come into awareness until that time until a life-altering event so you're some sort of you know big thing so if you're at awareness now that's like such a beautiful thing it's truly something to celebrate and you are here so early you know early on your life path um and it's just it's because consciousness is raising now you'll probably gain awareness about things like this much quicker and feel like maybe even listening to this podcast hopefully can allow you to gain awareness on things quicker and, and then work through things and integrate things and heal and feel better and thrive and you know come from a new place um, a more conscious developed place so coming from awareness right we understand we start to notice these patterns and then what you do is when you're about to do one of those habits you break the cycle so you're about to do a self-sabotaging behavior whatever you're about to not go to bed on time you're about to not do whatever it is you break it and it's going to be difficult because your mind is already wired to do x thing you know what I mean? whatever it is like it's it's almost like a, it's a very subconscious decision you may think you're making a conscious decision but you're making it from your subconscious mind so you'll you, you, your mind can even try to rationalize it because it's so it's so embedded in you or it's yeah it's it is it's so embedded in you that like it seems so normal or so expected so that your rational mind will be like oh i've all this like it won't be a shock to your rational mind you know what i mean because your rational mind just wants to do what what what's the normal what's of ease it's not the correct word but you guys think it's just going to do what what the subconscious mind tells it and then if you if then you start ra- like lot like being getting logical your logical mind be like oh well you know i i guess i've been doing this or whatever it is but now like because it's your logical your logical mind will come from the, the awareness that you have consciously and until like now, when you have the conscious awareness that of that you that this is a self sabotaging habit, then your logical mind can rationalize in the correct direction. Before the the um, your mind, your conscious mind receives that new information of what your habits or patterns really stem from, or what they really are, and the consequences or results that they produce. Your logical mind will probably convince you, you know, to continue on the path of reacting or acting the same way you normally would but but then when you get get the awareness of oh this action is actually 
this type of the self-sabotaging behavior, whatever it may be, this could be for many things, then you have the power to shift. So then when you're about to do something, you logically tell yourself, like, stop myself. I was about to do this, which is one of my ex, like, this is self-sabotaging habits. I'm going to choose a different path. And like I said, it will feel weird at first, 100%. But as you continue to do it, you will actually rewire the neural pathways in your brain. And, you know, with consistency and repetition, um, you will create positive habits. So because you don't remove there's like a quote that's like you don't remove negative habits you replace them with positive ones so that's the self-sabotaging um example i wanted to discuss the next thing that really ties into it is looking at whether your actions come out of fear or come out of a place of love and i feel like this quote is really tossed around a lot like love over fear love over fear love over fear and whatever it may be and i think that oftentimes it is misused to justify toxic situations or situations or perpetrate behaviors or allow behaviors that aren't uh, okay or just to occur. So I think it's really important to look at this quote or this theory um, or small, I guess, mantra in the proper context and just how I think it can be applied in a healthy way. And the way that it really rings true for me is looking at where your decisions are coming from. And this was kind of a, a turning point for me as well. I think that the this ties into the Pisces full moon because it allows us to reflect on our actions and just maybe now you can like take a moment just to reflect on where some of your actions are coming from i was making a decision i believe yeah this week, i was making a decision this weekend and um it's, it's nothing like major sometimes when i give an example it's something so slight but it's even the smallest like things for me sometimes i will really understand the spiritual context for them or i guess what i interpret as a spiritual context for them and i was like thinking i called my mom and i was like okay like do you think i should do this or this and she was like well why well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do this. And then she's like, well, why? Then, then what are you even thinking? And then I, why did you even want to do this other thing that whatever it was? Um, and when I said it out loud, I realized like the only reason I was going to do that thing was basically out of fear because I was like, okay, well, I should do this just in case of this. And my mom was like, well, why? Like, you know, like that you're, that's a decision that's coming out of fear. I, I really wanted to do the first thing, you know, because I wanted to out of love. Um, the experience brings me joy. Like it was something I, I wanted to do. My heart was in it. And then the other thing, it was, I just wanted to do it because I felt like if I didn't do it, it's like, the, well, if I don't do this, then this will happen. And it made me realize, um, I'm like, wow, like I was really making decisions out of fear. And like, this was such an easy decision to make when I brought up to my mom, who is incredible and has such great like wisdom and insight. You guys know her. She um, is the founder of Bikesenia. She has her crystal bracelets that she hand makes and Reiki charges. And so easy for my mom to see that, what how to make the decision because it was obvious what place each decision was coming from. And I finally, it just like really clicked for me. Now when I make decisions, it's much easier to see where where they're coming from and i think that oftentimes they when we, when we say love over fear i think it's really important to um contextualize that love is oftentimes we need to make decisions out of loving ourselves and this really ties back into the whole self-sabotage and boundaries thing like this first the premise of making decisions out of love for yourself uh really it it's just so intersectional right with all these other spiritual and um i guess evolutionary not evolutionary but self-development concepts that's not the best term but you get what i'm saying like all those other concepts of boundaries and putting yourself first and not self-sabotaging all really come making decisions out of love versus fear um and because when we make a decision for example like you to go out or to stay out even though we 
what we know we should be in bed if you really like get down to the core it's a fear of missing out it's a fear of your friends being upset at you it's a fear of um you missing out on experience the decision's coming out of fear it's not coming out of a love for self if you're to go home on time it's a love for for self it's a respect for itself it's a decision that like i love myself enough to want to want to feel good tomorrow to have a good day tomorrow to feel emotionally healthy and stable tomorrow to be productive to get the things done that i like and just to have an, a day of enjoyment if you're not in a good mood though you could do all the fun things but your day is miserable if you are in a good place energetically with inner peace feeling good you could just sit at home all day and you will have a great day so really don't undermine the importance of your emotional state and how various factors eat sleep people uh exercise what energy i mean everything is energy what energy around impacts that um and that's like a whole other topic in itself but yeah just in general really taking a look at your decisions and seeing whether where they're coming from i feel like a lot of people in our modern world who just have like groups of friends will just do all these activities or set up activities consistently they don't want to do and if you really look at why they're doing it it's a fear of like being alone uh i've seen this many times with girls and i'm sure I think with guys it could be maybe a little bit less, but girls will hang out with other girls who they don't who don't treat them well or have like, they'll have this like weekly gathering or weekly event that's like it's just they do and then but they don't really want to do it. It's not healthy for them as a person. It's not healthy for the group. They maybe don't even like truly connect or feel like it's not a healthy situation for lack of a better expression but they do out of fear and if you look back at the fear it's because it's a fear of being alone it's like and this is why people stay in unhealthy friendships relationships um other situations as well is because they don't want to be alone and that again so that's like you're getting you're making a decision out of fear like you want to be in a friendship or relationship or in a situation be out of because it's it's you you love yourself and you want yourself to be happy and you love obviously the other person as well and so like the decision there's no fear not you're not making the decision because oh i don't want to be alone you're making the decision because you know it's the right thing like you want to be there you want to be in this and you want to be doing this and so i just think it's important um maybe just kind of like carefully just to bring that up to yourself throughout the day or throughout the week or whatever it may be when you're making a decision and be like am i making this because i'm 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 like oh if i don't do this then this and or it's a fear of a fear of this or fear of rejection or fear whatever it may be often i feel like the biggest ones are fears of being alone fear of rejections fears of not being good enough fears of being judged uh, fears of being perceived a certain way if you really circle back to your decisions and the core where you're coming from of where you're making the decision from it's really just important to analyze that and again the same exact method goes for this the we create the awareness you see why you're making the decision and then you make the decision out of love for self or out of love in general um this is very like case by case like sometimes some, i'm very whenever i'm i talk about discuss something i really try to have a uh bird's eye view or or very big picture view like just consciousness encompassing as much as i can obviously contextualize that view and so i really see the different ways that this could be shifted and twisted but i hope you understand what i'm saying because i feel like someone could be i could just see someone applying this in an unhealthy situation and be like well, i'm making a decision out of love because i love the person so I, I don't because i also like very intuitive so i feel like when i say something i can i can my in my mind i can hear the the other possibilities or the chatter so apply it you know to, with a grain of salt and understand just understand the premise of this um exercise so to say and don't twist it you know in, in the wrong direction like you you understand I ho i'm assuming you know the the core message of that which it's to to not make decisions out of fear 
that's probably the easiest way. If you don't even, if you, and if you're confused, if you're making a decision out of love, you can just first start with, am I making a decision out of fear? And if it's no, then you're already in a positive direction. So that's that. Um, and then this ties into this other concept, which my friend um, Bella was reading. I believe like the description of a tarot or an oracle card and there was this quote that was like give love a chance to grow and that stuck with me so hard like this is a few days ago and that quote is just like it's almost like it's just like in the back of my mind and it's it ties into all this it ties into our self-sabotaging behaviors it ties into making decisions out of fear like so much of the time we just won't give love a chance to grow this can be in a friendship this can be in a relationship this can be you know it can it can be in any interpersonal interaction we just don't give love a chance to grow and i mean we've all everyone has their own way that they were brought up through their childhood which those your childhood really impacts your behaviors and a lot of your subconscious beliefs until you know you consciously with awareness rewire and work through them or heal them and you know transmute and i guess integrate them in a healthy healthy and positive way an effective way I'm, I'm trying to see what word comes to me in a healthy way yeah healthy way that's like the that's the clearest word um i can see but we just sometimes just don't let we don't allow love to grow like again this can be in a friendship or relationship or whichever sense you feel like applies to you but we either will start self-sabotaging it even with small things we'll start putting doubt which is coming from a place of fear like something could be going so well and we start like doubting it or you know worrying or whatever it may be and we, you're not giving love a chance to grow it's like if you, if you planted a seed or like a a bulb for a beautiful flower to blossom and then you kept digging it up every other day your thing is never going to blossom it's like we're so it's like if you every single day were coming up to it and then digging it up and being like oh is it blossoming and putting it back in and then digging it back up and then seeing if like any stem has come out of the little bulb then digging it back up you're not giving love a chance to grow you know you you put the seed and you put the intention out there and i feel like also a lot of people who, like when you do get worried or do get concerned you start to be like a helicopter mom but um a helicopter person like we start you know putting pressure on things or on people or in situations we start creating expectations for things friendship relationship whatever it may be uh work scenario with your children it just like we we create these expectations or standards in our head that basically become barriers for the love to grow obviously there are certain expectations and standards you should have for people and if they cross those that is not okay but i'm talking like i'm talking about some more small scale like we will you're like something will be often something will be working out and old unconscious um patterns will come up out of fear like um you know whatever those patterns it's so different for everyone of acting away or behaving away or engaging in a way or being a different uh lesser less developed version of yourself basically like tapping into old self when sometimes like i said when we become we start to really grow as a person it freaks us out and we just tap back into old self because it's comfortable but old self is less developed less conscious whatever it may be so it's really important to feel when you can feel that shift tapping back into old self and bring your consciousness and awareness forward and make a conscious effort to move forward and to uh, continue on with the new developed self that's going to only continue to grow and develop 
And so just like I said, just to give love a chance to grow, all you really can do is you can you can come forth with positive and good intentions, genuine intentions, loving intentions. This is I feel like this applies more for friendships and relationships, but again, take it as you will. Um, and you come with integrity and you do the right thing. Because oftentimes I think in our culture what happens is we're like we someone hurts us in the past, friend relationship i think that i've like i'm sure everyone's had an issue with not everyone but i'm sorry to say that but a lot of people have had experience with mistrust or whatever it may be and so when we enter a new friendship or a new relationship or whatever it may be we almost want to protect ourselves by a like not putting our full self in and b and i don't think you should ever put like all by full self i mean like you like obviously stay grounded in your energy have your you know boundaries but you know people are so one foot in one foot out and i think it's just important that when we enter things we have for enter with two feet correct like in a friendship or relationship or a work scenario or whatever it may be a business venture you enter with two feet you enter you're present you know you are you're present you're there you're acting out of integrity and you're doing the right thing and oftentimes it's people find it difficult to to do the right thing because they're like well what if this person doesn't do the right thing to to me what if this person doesn't do this like again coming out of fear again and so it's almost like a self-defense mechanism people don't want to do the right thing because they're scared that if they are vulnerable and trusting that someone else will do the right thing and they don't then they feel basically like they feel betrayed and just like they feel like they lost right they feel like well i did the right thing and this person didn't i see this very very often in so many cases but the thing is like if that that person's going to act how they are going to act they have their own psyche their own like complex um view of the world based on their experiences and childhood and whatever other major things that they may have gone through in their life or the ways that they're have curated their perception and lens of the world um and so that doesn't change you though because i've said this before it goes like for example the whole concept of cheating right um i've said this before but like cheating isn't about the other person if you're if you're conscious it really isn't about the other person it's about you i said this before like i to me it doesn't matter how like I am not a cheater. So for me, it does not matter like the, the other person, if it's justified, if there's every reason that that is, you should do that. They are doing everything that like it is beyond justified. It for me has nothing to do with the other person. It truly for me has to do with my character. I am myself. am not a cheater. And so that has nothing to do with, you know, who I'm dating, whatever it is. It's just truly how my moral compass and my integrity that that was, that will not be who I am. And therefore, I will not do that. So when I'm so why I'm using that example to circle it back to you because the relationships are the easiest example to <laughs> demonstrate this in. Is so if you are always going to do the right thing, and this again can be with friendships, with being a loyal friend, with not talking badly about your friend, with being there for your friend, keeping your word to your friend. You know, it's because that's that's your character. You have to remind yourself you do you live how you live because it is your character, and you know, and someone else's decisions do not reflect you like if someone else does something bad to you it reflects their inner state of being you really have to grasp that it's such so hard to grasp because we want we like to take responsibility because we think because we think it gives us a sense of control we like to be like they did this because i did this because in that moment you gained your control back because you gain your control back because now you can say well if i don't do this then maybe they won't do this but that will never work you will continue in like a rat race and it's just gonna be like a negative spiral. You need to understand that people act from their, from their 
core, right? And so if them in a if they, they may look perfect on the outside, beautiful little flower, but if the inside they have a rotten core, those actions will come out, and that has nothing to do with you. And so I think that when we enter any situations in our life, opportunities, business, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, when you come as your full full self and you you live in integrity and you do the right thing and you you know come through authentically from your core you allow love a chance to grow and when you come from that space and the friendship relationship whatever it may be is healthy it will grow like i promise you like when you c- come forth like that and it's really meant to be a healthy and positive interaction um it, it it will it will flourish and if someone action, else's actions do not reflect a positive core then you take it as a blessing that like you got a warning sign it's almost like think about it as a game like you imagine you're in a video game and you're headed in a negative direction and the universe gives you like this red little piece of paper that says warning not for you you're not going to get upset you're going to be so happy you're going to be like thank gosh like you're about to head in a direction where like you would have gotten lost, uh, your wig would have gotten snatched, you would have fallen in like a puddle of shit, like, you'd be like, oh my gosh, wow, thank you so much for this like warning sign, so think about the same in real life, so if someone shows you something or a side of them that is a friend, relationship, whatever, maybe that is of, of a negative, or sorry, neg- people, the negative is such an objective or a bit of a not, not, of a core that is not to your liking, of, basic, of a core that's not developed and hurt harmful then you take that as a little warning sign you're like oh my gosh thank you i'm so glad i have this piece of paper and then you move along and you in that in that scenario did not um cultivate negative karma because you lived in your you came in integrity you did the right thing and in turn you learned you took that as one growing opportunity and you don't have to live with any of those negative feelings you don't have to live with the fact that you did the wrong thing that you did something you shouldn't have done that you hurt someone else um you might have repeated tweeted the other day or a few weeks ago like i like going to sleep at night knowing like i'm not hurting anyone or like i didn't hurt anyone purposefully you know like it's like you know that you came as an authentic person and that you did the right thing and you lived in integrity and you know you gave love a chance loved a chance to grow and you'll be able to sleep well at night and you will be carried by the universe because you are living authentically and you're you know what i mean and you're coming from a positive and genuine core that's grounded in love and genuinity and i think that that's so much more important to have that feeling than to you know live out of fear and always be trying to protect yourself or one-up someone or make sure that like you have like you have one hand on the brake before someone else does you know i just think that that and that happens kind of self-sabotage really happens in a lot of friendships it happens in a lot of relationships it happens in a lot of work scenarios or if you see the type of sabotage so you want to, I mean, obviously, like, in work scenarios, look out for yourself and, you know, report any behavior to HR or whatever it is that's not, that you, you find unsuitable. I feel like when you happen to work, it's a whole other thing. I would like to keep it in the friend relationship dynamic because it's easier to demonstrate something. And then I feel like if it resonates with you, you can yourself kind of apply it to how it resonates with you and, you know, apply different situations in your life. But, yeah, I just find that it's like we we're so easy to dismiss something not working out and being like okay whatever when we have so much from our stance control of how we come to the table you know we may think we're coming to the table authentically we may think that we're you know doing the right thing and we justify it because when you've been if you've ever been hurt by something and then you start doing a protective behavior it is very justified in your mind because again your ego wants to protect you so if you someone did x y and z to you whatever it is and then you started doing 
things that would protect you or like I don't know it's like the one foot in one foot out example or like not getting too close to your friend or or not really being there for them or you know whatever it is I'm just giving trying to give a general example your mind will justify it because the ego will be like oh I was hurt like I have the right to do this but and then later when that friendship or relationship or whatever scenario situation doesn't work out it's like it it's almost just you're like okay well you know I did what I could then you move along when you create that awareness of like how am I really showing up like am I really showing up authentic am I just telling myself I'm showing up authentically and am I am I just telling myself that you know I because when we tell ourselves a story over and over and over we begin to believe it and that can work in miraculous ways in terms of affirmations and reprogramming the subconscious mind especially in um during the night while you're sleeping but these same stories that we tell ourselves every day if they're not accurate or not aimed at a positive truth um, can be detrimental, you know, if you aren't actually showing up as who you say you are, you're not doing, you're, you're not doing what you say you'll do or whatever it is, it can really, you know, that, that can be harmful and it can create delusions for us where we think we're always in the right and we're easy to dismiss others and, uh, place blame. But oftentimes we, when we circle back to the root cause, oftentimes it's, we didn't show up fully and we didn't, um, come to the table as we as we thought we did and I think that's something to really take into consideration so to finish off this podcast I want to discuss one last topic that really uh, ties into everything else that we were discussing and I'll kind of start with a tweet it's gonna be a nice little topper for us so this tweet is from Xavier uh, uh, C. Miller when someone I follow retweeted it and it goes I posted it on Instagram today also I'm, I'm posting a lot of quotes that I like from Twitter um, so if you you like that type of stuff like I just like love like little like life quotes analysis things like that so good for me like I just mm, love that but he posts if you're a person of value you have to carry yourself differently you can't be any and everywhere everybody shouldn't have access to you and it has nothing to do with arrogance or cockiness please understand that and this is something I really want to talk about because it goes back to the concept I wrote down when you're a value, you, val- you value where you put your time and energy. I mean, if I were to actually write that out loud, I would change the value and I would put a different synonym. But basically, exactly, like when you truly, when you are, when you know that, you know, you are genuine hearted and you have this, uh, this energy about you and this, you, you, and you know that you are genuinely a good person, you really have a lot to offer and you don't have manipulation or different uh, win-lose game tactics or whatever it may be, you, you value where you put your time and energy and, this is, and then you don't self-sabotage. You don't just like go where the wind blows. You don't just like go to one thing to another thing because your friends want you to. You don't just stay all night because all night your, your friends want you to. You don't just give anyone the time of day just because they're requesting it. And it's, it's not from a place of cockiness or arrogance. It comes from a place of value. Like you, you, like, for example, I was like, and this is like more of a funny example, but I just think it illustrates my point. Like people, like the Chanel, people, like the Chanel store doesn't go running around the street begging people for it to come in. You know, it's not going to, it's not handing out sa- like samples of, of whatever it, like, I guess I don't know that, like maybe there's perfume or whatever. Like they're not handing out their perfume samples on the streets of like Rodeo, you know, um, if you don't get that reference, it's just like a luxury street in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills to be specific. And there's a lot of designer stores, but basically 
when you're value, you're not just like throwing yourself out there. You're not, you're not gawking or you're not clinging on to the first opportunity that comes. You're not giving everybody the time of day because your energy is so valuable. And where you put that energy, it's where things grow, you know? And like, that's why you put it, let love grow, but you put it in, into things that you love, things that bring you joy, the people who value you back. You don't just toss your energy just to anyone. You don't allow anyone just to like interview you. If I was read this quote or it's like some people, you will like, they'll, you'll think that they like you, but they're just like, you're so mysterious to them that they want to just kind of like decode you and people will mistake that for like oh my god they like what like me they care about me but sometimes people literally will just want to get close to you just to like basically decode you and unravel the quote-unquote mystery and once that mystery is unraveled like that's that's all that they wanted and that by that i mean it's like when the more you gain value and knowledge and whatever, more and more people will want to spend time with you and have access to you and discuss with you. And I think it's important to have discernment uh, about not just tossing your, yourself away like that. I think that sometimes we, are, we, we undervalue ourselves and say yes to things and experiences that we don't really find resonant and maybe aren't on our level. And it's not coming from a place of arrogance or cockiness. It's again, if you know like who you are as a person, what you have to bring, you're not going to like if you know Chanel's not gonna sell their bag for fifty dollars and it's worth five thousand. Like if you know your value, you're not going to um cheapen yourself. You're not going to do things that aren't in alignment with the activities that aren't in alignment with you that don't represent or are not in line with who you are as a person. You're just not going to do that. And that goes back to again the the valuing self and you know love for self and and it can also tie positively into the a, a chance that when you do pour yourself into things or people on um, personally speaking when I care about somebody friend relationship uh you know situation business whatever it is I do put my full self forward and my authentic self forward and I do put my energy into that uh, when it aligns with me and then in that sense it's special because you're not just tossing it around to anyone who will come who who desires it you are careful and you you are uh particular about where you place your energy and so when you do place your energy some somewhere it's it's a blessing in the sense that you, I, I don't want to say a blessing that can come up cocky, but like it's it's meaningful and it should be meaningful to the scenario to the other person, whatever it may be, because you don't just, you know, hand it out everywhere. It's more exclusive, so to say. And it's not exclusive, again, in, in terms of creating hierarchy or div- division. It's exclusive in terms of you've curated yourself to a level of knowledge and understanding and an energy that you like being in an energetic state you like being in and you will do what it takes to protect it to nourish it and then if something does serve you and you know that then you are open to pouring your energy into that and i also wrote down social media detox i think there's a lot of like just intense stuff online i think there's a lot of cattiness i think that like also when you look at people's photos you can pick up on their energy so i'm just getting a message to limit social media use it's funny like i was feeling like a new mind from tweeted that and then i was feeling that today and yeah i just wanted to kind of put that out there take it for what you will limit your social media if this resonates with you just limit your usage maybe on the weekends put your phone away or unless you're taking like a photo or something just try to limit that so you can have your energy not directed towards um uh, like just rant like things that are unless you're directing towards something useful like i like to follow like watch like psychology videos things like that i like to follow positive uh insightful accounts you know what i mean either cure, curate your feed so that it's something that adds value to you or and or limit it just so you can be a bit more present um 
at least maybe like certain days of the week or something like that obviously come listen to the podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding if you if you need a, a detox i mean i guess it's not really social media because you're just on your podcast platform with your little headphones on or no headphones on turn up the volume make it a party tell alexa to turn it up um but yeah i just wanted to like i just had to feel like i had to put out social media detox social media detox i just had to put that out there I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, if you haven't already, I hope you can screenshot and post it on your story so I can repost you. Let me know what you're doing when you're listening to this. Are you walking your dog? Are you walking your cat? Are you at the zoo? Are you driving your kids to school? Are you going to work? Are you driving home from work? Are you going to go work out? Are you getting glam on the weekend? Are you quickly rushing out the door and going to bring your AirPods? Are you dancing in your apartment cleaning while you're listening to this? Let me know what you're doing. Tag me on Instagram so I can repost you. And I love you guys so much. And I'll catch you next week on They Just Don't Get It.